Hello and welcome back to another episode of High on Horror. <laughs> I am your host Chris and I'm joined by Josh and Miles and this week we are talking about the 2022 American slasher film from A24 X. What a ride this one was. How you guys doing? Better after watching that movie, let me tell you. Hell yeah. X gonna give it to you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We got one hell of a boob report coming on this one. Telling you right now. From that old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Pun intended. I want to officially change the name of the movie for this episode going forward to GILF. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers ahead, folks. Lots and lots of spoilers. So, uh, it's so gross. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna have to relive that in my mind as we talk uh. about it. Quick social media plugs for High on Horror. If you are a new listener, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at HonHPod. Uh, we you can also cop some sweet, sweet swag. That's uh, yeah. HonHPod, yeah, threadless.com. Um, so go cop a dope shirt or maybe even a little bath mat action. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Um, There's all types of shit. There might even be fucking oven mitts. You don't know. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> Get you a little next baby two, onesie. <laughs> the next two days I'm going to spend like designing shirts for this in the disc dump. So there's going to be some new merch on there real soon. Hell yeah. You want some socks with a angry looking skunk on them. <laughs> you can come to the right place. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, that shit was amazing. Anyway. So without further ado, let's talk about X. So this was directed by Ty. I think it's Ty. T.I. West. Um, yep, Ty West. And... Uh, I was unfamiliar with his other films outside of a little movie from 2013, The Sacrament. Have you guys ever caught that one? I know I've seen it, but I'm having a hard time picturing it right now. It's When I looked at his IMDb, I, I was like, I've, I know of a lot of these movies, but I have not seen a single one of them. Because he did, Will, what was it? Weir something? Um, He did. Oh, he did the, I know this movie. The Roost, The House of the Devil... The Innkeepers and Western in a Valley, or excuse me, in a Valley of Violence. The Innkeepers is fun. It's a comedy that ends like a horror movie, but that one's fun. And I'm looking at the uh, the Sacrament. That's a Jim Jones movie. Yeah, <laughs> that one. That one's pretty hardcore. I saw that a while back. It was on Netflix. It's presented produced by Eli Roth, uh, and I actually really I hadn't thought about this movie in a while, but I was like, oh damn, he did this one. I I really enjoyed it. So. Your next is the movie I was thinking of. Oh, I love that movie too. Um, I think he might he might have just produced that one, but he did v, yeah he did VHS he did the ABCs of Death Cabin Fever too. Which VHS uh, short did he do? He did the second honeymoon. I'm trying to I think. It's been a while since I've seen those. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of those. Oh, those would be some fun ones to do. But anyways, uh, so it's got a pretty star-studded cast. We've got Mia Goth, who is as, the... As a young DMX. This is a DMX <laughs> biopic. Because <laughs> X is going to give it to you. We've got Jenna Ortega, most notably from Iron Man 3. 
Just kidding. She was in the newest Scream. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> she was in Iron Man 3, though. So. Is she really? Yeah. And Insidious Chapter 2. Um, hmm. She. We also had Martin Henderson, who was the male lead in The Ring. That's where I recognized him from. Oh, yeah. That is him. Yeah. He's, he's in uh, The Strangers 2 as well. Pray yes, by he, Night. He's the, he's the dad in that. He's the opposite of what he is in this movie. <laughs> he also was in uh, Grey's Anatomy, which I don't really watch oh. that show, but <laughs> a little little cable cable situation for him. And then, of course, we have the lovely Brittany Snow. Mm. Who Dr- dreams perfect. come true tonight, people. Yes. Dr- oh, God, yes. We have a star-studded boob report for you. <laughs> oh, my God, Brittany Snow. Holy shit. Um, I guess yourself. that brings us in. Are you ready for it? It's the boob report. This is an epic one, fellas. Yeah, it is. Old lady. Gotta be mm-hmm. at least 95. Dropping off her fucking satchel robe. <laughs> <laughs> Letting those things fly. So, of course, this is misogynist minute here. Brittany Snow, obviously, is the centerpiece of the boob report here. Fucking Couldn't believe it. incredible. Couldn't believe and she's it. topless for more time on the screen than she's not topless most most famous person in the movie (laughs) which means she's the least likely to have to do that and she did it i couldn't believe it i was like thank you jesus (laughs) (laughs) bro this gave me hope for the next generation that's all i can say it did not disappoint people run run don't walk I was surprised how much I enjoyed Mia Goth's nude form. Like, her her lack of eyebrows is disturbing. Yeah. But the rest of her is pretty fucking smoking. I was going to say, does she not have eyebrows? Or were they just, like, the exact same colors or skin or something? Or, like, low underneath her brow line? (laughs) She got teeny tiny ones. And they are blonde. So they're hard to see. Super teeny tiny eyebrows. But that's the only thing that's teeny tiny about her. She's also a cokehead in this movie for kind of no reason, because it's the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and she is a fucking sex symbol. We hear that a few times. Yeah, Brittany Snow really should have been the uh, the lead in this. Oh, yeah. She is. I mean, oof. This movie. And is that Kid Cuddy is the male, yeah. uh, male porn star? Kid Cuddy, oh, Scott Miscuddy. Let's go. Yeah. The, the guy with the big afro? Yeah. I kept yep. calling him Black Dynamite because he looks exactly like Black Dynamite in this movie. That was what he was going for, I think. <laughs> yeah, seventies like porn star slash black exploitation star. This one's for you, ladies. It's the Dick Report. Yeah, we're, so, we don't see it. Well, we see it in shadow. We see it swing <laughs> it, it, in shadow. It flops like around. And it's enormous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That shot where he's at the door of the cabin. <laughs> Holy Jesus. I was like, no wonder they got him to be their fucking lead. Man's got yeah. a meat python. Down to his fucking kneecaps. Yeah. It, it felt like CGI, if I had to guess, which is why we didn't see it full on. But man, did we see a lot of his kind of flopped ass. out of nowhere because he had been standing yeah. there for a minute. And then all of a sudden it was like... <laughs> he was in danger mode it was erect and then he was like oh no and it fell and he's like i'm gonna help you he's, but he's got yeah, a we see his ass a lot. <laughs> lots of tits and ass in this movie because it's about porn stars so they have these very moderately famous extremely attractive women pretending to be porn stars 
could have just hired porn stars, but that's not their style. Yeah, slash strippers. Like they seem yeah. like kind of con artists. They kind of kind of con their way through life, and now they're gonna make a porn that's gonna revolutionize the industry and make them millionaires. I'd watch it. <laughs> and it's yeah. a porn. What is it called? The Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go out to this farmhouse. And it's already immediately shady because the, the old man's like, you didn't say anything about bringing people with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to make a fuck film here on your nice farmland. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just wanted to say one more notable cast member um, was the guy from the Evil Dead reboot, uh, Steven Yer. Uh He was the one who got stabbed in the eye with the needle in the Evil Dead. He plays... Mm. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I got his name mixed up. Uh, Owen Campbell, actually. He's the one who plays uh, the director of the film. He becomes the biggest pussy in the world. Yeah, I mean, I mean de- honestly. Deservedly so, but Jesus. I was going to say, if I, <laughs> if I watched fucking Kid Cudi unleash that meat python on my girlfriend, I would probably be pretty broken as well, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. I felt his struggle pretty deep. It's, it's his fault for not being able to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> he can't That's just sit true. there and say no because I said so over and over again. Give her some legitimate reasons. Be like, oh, I'm in love with you, girl. I don't want to see you get piped down in front of me out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That was quite the turn. <laughs> I like the emotional uh, high point of the movie for sure. The the beginning of this does start as kind of a slow burn. Um they do a lot of like development and kind of like uh drama so we get an actual plot from this movie which i thought was pretty good now given a lot of that is them just straight up making a porno um but i thought it was a really interesting spin on a traditional slasher i really liked not just that they were more making a porno but that that was actually important to the film i think they made a mo- they made a modern film that's set in the 70s but actually looks like it looks like it was filmed in the 70s with today's fucking like style i thought it was such a cool mix like i i really love this fucking movie (laughs) i thought it was so cool like the cinematography is great like all the transitions are great like where little like the cuts blink blink into the next scene yeah I, it was I, really, really cool. I'd love to see a Friday the 13th or a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie film like this. This definitely was paying homage to um, Texas Chainsaw repeatedly. Like, the scene when they're all in the van, for example, is, like, straight up from Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Which I thought was very cool. Lots of it nice t- little nods. It takes a little while to get to the killing, but once the killing starts, they it's, it's perfectly paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, basically they they rent this boarding house. They're going to go film this porno. Um, they <laughs> We get introduced to Howard, the old man, um, and his wife, Pearl, who you will see more of her <laughs> as, the, as the film goes <laughs> on. Uh, These people are, like, clinging to life. They, they, <laughs> they look like they're 100 years old. <laughs> It's like that meme from like uh, the Doom game where it's like man too angry to die. <laughs> like, this guy is hideous. He is a creature, like straight up creature of the night. Um, and I feel like they're played by young people put into like really old process. The woman definitely, but I feel like even the man was like 
old it up. I'm about to blow your mind here. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. The old woman is Mia Goth. Mia Goth. The, Wait, the main what? actress. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't now know. Now we got to find out if the old man is the, is the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> It's Kid Cuddy. <laughs> that's, dude, that's exactly. So Lance tells me this earlier today, and I was like, bro, now you're going to. I was mind blown, and I was like, wait, are you saying that Kid Cuddy is the old man also? Like, is this. So I'm glad you went there, Miles, because I literally <laughs> thought the exact same thing. He's is either it, the old man or the alligator. Is Kid Cuddy in one of the horrible Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? Um, that's Trey Songs. Yeah, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that being out of nowhere. But this Texas guy, Kid Cudi, he was actually a pretty good actor. I thought he did a really good job. He's very good. I have seen him. He was in a comedy series on HBO called How to Make It in America, um, and he played a dog walker slash weed dealer, which was he. I loved his character in that. He was in comedy Bang Bang. Also, he replaced Reggie Watts, and it made me very upset because I love Reggie Watts. But he he filled the role. He did pretty good. He also apparently was in Need for Speed, the movie adaptation, oh, which wow. I never saw. <laughs> Aaron Paul vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the first introduction of the old man, where he like draws a gun on uh, what's the what's the producer's name? Guy from the Ring. Yeah, guy from the ring. So I, I liked how they introduced him. And then, you know, we get some buildup. We get some, some boobies. We get some sex scenes. They're doing some very tasteful porn. A, uh, a good old-fashioned, my car broke down. I need to phone, a, phone some help. And then he starts riding through all the, the farmer's daughters. Why isn't the producer guy? Like, he looks like he'd be a porn star. Like and he's like half naked through the entire movie. Oh, but Wayne, he's yeah. he never gets into it. It's always Kid Cudi banging the chicks. Maybe he's got coke dick. He That's can never true. come they and makes coke. an impossible porno. <laughs> My head that scene like a boogie nights where he's yelling at his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> My head canon is that he was just very interested in making money. He spends 30 minutes, like, all oiled up, like, muscular in whitey tighties, and he's not a porn star in any way. That gave me mad uh, Peacemaker vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> so every time they cut to the old people, they're watching this show, which is an old preacher who's just like, whores, we hate them. Yeah. And that's important at the end. Of the <laughs> crazy, crazy evangelists being like, Satan is in your your village. He's taking your women. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, we get a really weird exchange uh, while they're actually filming where um, Maxine goes into the house with Pearl to have a glass of lemonade and <laughs> so creepy. this is where we start to get the motivation for the killers in this film very interesting motivation here so <laughs> the old couple kills pearl specifically and then uh by default her husband helps her but she murders people due to being jealous for their youth and her lack of getting dicked down yeah pearl want to be fucking but yeah. she's a hundred. She's a hundred years old, which uh, it, the, the 
intensity at which she wants to get some dick is fucking incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was going to be some sort of like witch magic or something. Like she was going to try to swap bodies with the with the chick, with the main girl. But no, she just wanted to like rub up on her and shit. And then kill yeah, it people. Seems, <laughs> seems like Dick wasn't the motivation. Just young, hot people. She was like, anybody will do. I thought and, she was going to get like rejuvenized from murder. <laughs> She's a I freaking feel like horn a movie dog. like that. Yeah, because she did that crazy fucking Joaquin Phoenix Joker dance in front of the lights. Yeah, her husband can't have sex with her because he said he'll have a heart attack and die. <laughs> So she's a hundred <laughs> there's a lot of reasons he can't be fucking that are, are pretty acceptable also the fact that a 90 year old woman would not want to be fucking anyways you don't know that bro they say that the uh the syphilis rate in old <laughs> yeah, people's homes is like homes, astounding yeah. yeah like down here in florida there's a retirement community that everyone comes to retire in called the villages and apparently the STD rate in the villages is like the highest <laughs> in the entire state. Yeah, but most of those people are just like older people. Like these are like, I'm, these two are like fucking geriatric, can barely walk. <laughs> Somehow the wife keeps sneaking out of the house though. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's jump ahead for a second. What did, like, the scariest scene for me in the entire movie did not involve involve either of the old people. It was when Maxine went, took a swim in the lake. That yeah, was... The, yeah, the crocodile. Dude, the, the fucking alligator scene was terrifying. They And the way they shot it, with that overhead shot, it was so good. I didn't realize they had gators in Texas, but apparently they do. Yeah, uh... Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't know either. It's not the Everglades or anything. Yeah. But they also are, like, on the Gulf of Mexico, so, I mean, saltwater crocs are definitely a thing where it's hot. I'm pretty sure it was an alligator. Oh, whatever. I a little dinosaur fucking came up at her <laughs> in the fucking pond, and uh, she managed to escape with her boobies out, which was pretty cool. Yeah, not not even all that little as what we see later. Yeah, I mean, they aren't like fucking watermelons. They're like firm firm perkies, as I call them. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm talking about the alligator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the firm perkies of the alligator. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I thought the like, just the foreshadowing of that gator is really good, too, as you see later on in the movie. But I was also digging Maxine in those overalls. <laughs> yes. Whew. I liked when she saw the old lady. She's smoking a cigarette in the overalls. <laughs> she sees the old lady and she just like awkwardly waves at her because <laughs> she's just fucking. She stands like a T Rex. <laughs> the old lady. She always got like her arms up, kind of like Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah, she's a crazy old lady. <laughs> So, like, pretty much at this point, we get tons of Britney Snow, super naked, super awesome. So hot. I'll, I'll do so the Jessica hot. Beale this time. So hot. Yep. Yeah. It's just Britney Snow is so hot. hot. Mm. Yeah, Britney Snow, whoa. 
Let's see her in more horror. I mean, she was in the reboot. <laughs> Whoa of, to the snow. <laughs> she was in the reboot of Prom Night, which was like, you know, what, 15 years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, but, man, she fucking killed it. I would love to see her in more horror movies. She was in a movie from like two years ago that I said was my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I think it's called Hooking Up, where her and Miles, that werewolf movie that you saw that you didn't like, the comedy one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Remember, uh, it had the the AT and T girl in it, and you were like, "It's supposed to be funny, but it's not funny at all." Is that the Wolf of Snow Hol- Snow Hollow? No, this was like a the Wolf Among Us or something like that. It's based on oh, a game. Oh, the one, yeah, it's based on a game. Uh, I think it's like Werewolf Among Us or something yeah, like that. The oh. main guy from that movie, Sam Werewolves something. Within. Werewolves Within. Yeah, it's him and Brittany Snow, and she's like a recovery like alcoholic slut and he had like testicular cancer and lost his girlfriend so like he's a big loser and she's like a slut so they're gonna drive around the country and bang everywhere they've ever had sex but his list is like two places long and hers is like 70 (laughs) (laughs) and it was a really funny movie right on she didn't dump out in that but she's fucking in everything (laughs) what a waste of potential but this movie didn't miss it (laughs) yeah made up for it so we have the emotionally jarring moment of our director and filmographer. His quiet little girlfriend is like, I want to get dicked down. And he's like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, she, the, she, the mousy little girl from ha- the new Scream movie has been being bullied this entire film. Yeah, they call her <laughs> Church Mouse. Yeah, about being like a prude and shit while she's recording a porno that she was not aware that she was recording like she's doing the audio for she thought it was like a regular movie and then immediately within 12 hours is like i want to take that big black dick and she's like all right and everyone else is like all right and her boyfriend's like "Mm -mm." (laughs) and she's like well i'm doing it (laughs) and he had a real emotional struggle with it because he had to sit there and fucking film it he had to film it and then cry in the shower (laughs) (laughs) Which, I don't blame him. I would have done yeah. the same thing. Seriously. I, like, empathized with him. I was like, damn, dude, that's that's a tough scene. That is a tough scene. I did, I was very much hoping that we would see Jenna Ortega naked, but they just gave us her in her bra and underwear. I was like, oh, my God, this movie is going to yeah, show right. Jenna Ortega naked? What the fuck? They acted like that was supposed to be this big, like, sexy thing of her and her, like, bra, non-matching bra and panties <laughs> on a bed, like, looking over her shoulder. I'm like, the girl with the least figure out of the three when I've already seen the other two naked? I don't give a fuck about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was more on Chris's book. I was just like, more boobs, please. Just more. Uh, more Once great. I saw Britney Snow, I didn't, it was good. I didn't... No you other could compete. You were sated. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was kind of funny that they were like, "Oh, look how hot Mia Goth's Maxine is," and they had shown Britney Snow. It's like, bruh, Britney yeah. Snow is by She's far the, the most attractive woman on this set. Yeah. Um, anyways, so after- she's a more likable character too. The main character's a bitch. Like, I did not like her at all. Like, she's an asshole, cokehead yeah she's kind of she's uh, whatever <laughs> she's trying yeah. to become a sex icon i'm like she's okay. not sympathetic like i'm more sympathized with church mouse girl 100 <laughs> percent. until she was like yes the evil magic of this land is making me need to fuck on film 
Yeah. What if that's the sequel? The land is just cursed with a horny curse. <laughs> that's how it was. Like everyone was just getting ultra sexy for no reason. Like they were under a blood moon or something. <laughs> <laughs> And the killing starts. I was going to say, this is where the events kind of catapult us into the actual slasher aspect of this film. Our guy, who is the director, decides that he's going to leave in the middle of the night. He's fucking pissed. He's <laughs> not happy. Um, RJ is his name. He says, fuck this. Like, see how they... <laughs> he he not only is like, fuck my girlfriend, but also fuck everyone else. I'm taking the van. Which I was like, bro, you're just getting stranded with these weird-ass old people. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a big fuck you, man. All right. So he goes outside. He gets in the car. And we get this great scene with the you know 70s music playing. And, of course, Pearl is in front of the car, which is shown in the trailers. And so he gets out, and he's, like, going to help her. And one of the things I really liked about this movie is how the old people, like, play on the fact that they're older and, like, use that to seem defenseless and separate all of the characters. Like, I felt like it was very natural how everybody kind of broke apart, whereas in a lot of horror movies, it's like, okay, everybody, let's split up. (laughs) (laughs) Daphne, you're with me. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. There was a little bit of that where, like, there would be three of them together. And then out of nowhere, they're all in their own locations. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But RJ goes to try to assist her, Pearl, that is. And she is starts kissing on him. And I mean, his reaction. She grab his butt. (laughs) Yes. And I think she is also touching on his dick. But (laughs) and she's making a lot of noise. She's she's like, like, oh, yeah, you make me make me feel special. (laughs) (laughs) She had a real weird voice. <laughs> like, tell me, tell me it's special. <laughs> oh, That's exactly no. what she sounded like. <laughs> it's gonna haunt my dreams. <laughs> um, so he kind of like rebuffs her coming on to him, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and fucking stabs him in the jugular with was it a screwdriver or a knife? It was a knife. She fucking, like, cuts his head off, just stabbing vertical stabs until his fucking... He's just, like, a spine there. Shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah. she's, like, stabbing him so much as, like, yeah, his, his whole throat's getting torn apart. Blood's launching all over the... This was a really cool scene. Blood's yeah. launching all over the, the headlights of the van. Loved that. So it makes the light all red. And then she, like, gets up and she's covered in blood and she just starts, like, dancing around. It was so fucking creepy. It was awesome. What's the what's the Italian horror genre that um fuck uh what's the movie with Kakoa Shaw? Why am I drawing a blank here? <laughs> Malif- uh, malignant. 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 Uh Gallo, I think is the the genre. Yeah, Giallo. G- yeah, that is like that felt this scene felt very much like that um just with like how much blood there was and how it was like spurting up and everything and it was definitely over the top but i freaking loved it yeah his fucking throat got turned into like hamburger it was it was graphic (laughs) dude that was that was wild Um, but then there were some parts that weren't very graphic and i was like pick a lane here 
Well, like, okay, so jumping ahead to the next kill, right? RJ's missing, and um, Jen Ortega's character wakes up and realizes he's gone, so she goes and gets Wayne. Um, or w Wayne comes out to check out, like, what's going on, because she's... Where's my wife? <laughs> <laughs> and... It's three in the morning. My wife's walking around somewhere. <laughs> so Wayne and her decide they're going to go find him. So they split up. Wayne goes into the barn. And I guess Lorraine is the character's name. She goes up towards the house. Um, now, this this is, I assume, what you mean by, like, pick a lane. So Wayne gets killed with a pitchfork in the barn after stepping. The Stepping on the fucking nail Ooh. hurt me. I forgot about yeah, that, that till right now. That hurt me, dude. It looks so real. <laughs> it, I've stepped on a nail many times, and it sucks real bad. It super sucks. Yeah, when he was barefoot, he wasn't wearing anything. <laughs> when you're kids, you're like worried about freaking piranhas and quicksand, but what you really need <laughs> to be worried about is fucking nails on the ground. Yeah, lockjaw. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like this was the weakest kill of the movie, though. Because you don't really see it. He's just looking through holes, and then he gets pitchforked yeah. through the holes. But, like, his head's too close to where you don't really see anything. Yeah. And then she just comes in and stabs his lifeless body, which was creepy. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, just, like, a really <laughs> quick kill. She did. She tried to hide his body, yet she left the other guy right out in the front lawn in front of the van that's running with the headlights on. I think that was their way of saying that she wasn't attracted to him. Because there's no coming on to him at all, and what? then he's laying there half naked and she covers him up. He was so, so hunky. Like, he, I know, but he was also fucking slimy. That is true. He's all greased up. Well, I mean, not just physically, but just his personality trait. He's a scumbag. <laughs> um so yeah wayne is out of the picture he's dead she buries him in the barn under some hay and then uh meanwhile lorraine is invited into the couple's house by howard who claims pearl's missing which is an excuse used repeatedly to separate our surviving cast he asks her to go down and get a flashlight from the basement now at this point were you guys under the impression that he was in on it with her or that he was like legitimately worried about Pearl or that like she might be doing this on her own volition and he didn't support it? The elements of horror of her going into the basement made it 100% like, oh, he's in like something bad's about to fucking happen. Like the music and just how fucking creepy it was in the basement and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Once once he was like, "Oh, it's down there. You have to go get it for me." I was like, "Well, she ain't she ain't getting down there. <laughs> like she ain't coming back." <laughs> yeah. But it was weird. Someone is hung up in the basement, which we see at the beginning. The beginning of the very beginning of the movie is the police showing up at the end of the movie and being like, "Jesus, what a fucking bloodbath!" And then they see something in the basement that's super shocking. So when we get her down there, someone's hanging in the basement, mm -hmm. which I thought at the moment was her boyfriend. But then later, they pan outside, and her boyfriend's still dead in the front yard. Like, there's a blanket over him when the cops get there and stuff. So, so who, no. who the fuck was the guy in the basement? He was the guy that belonged to the car that was buried in the swamp, I'm assuming? Exactly. It was yeah. just it was they, just to show us they had been doing it before. And they, like, cut off his dick or something. 
Yeah. He was hanging out, but they uh, they reference it later. They're like, he was walking around without a shirt on and shit, making my wife all horny. And that's why he ended up getting chained up. I think he was a sex slave down there. Jesus. Make me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, Lorraine being in the basement, she does get the flashlight and then uh, she finds the dead body. She tries to run and she finds out that Howard has locked her down in the basement. So she is out of play temporarily. In the meantime, Howard goes to the guest house and asks my personal favorite character, Jackson Hole, a.k.a. <laughs> Kid Cuddy, a.k.a. Scott Muscuddy. To, Black Dynamite. <laughs> to help him locate uh, Pearl. He says, my wife is missing. This is where we get the glorious Dr. Manhattan gigantic penis scene. Um, which was freaking... Put, uh, put Dr. Manhattan to shame. Yeah. I mean, dear God. But... Uh, That's soft. What is it hard? Jesus Christ. Must be like fucking Excalibur. <laughs> I, I am happy that so far on our X episode we've definitely gone full force on dick and dick and boobs <laughs> if that's yeah. real good for Kid Cudi he deserves an award the, the fucking Oscars are tonight they, that we're recording <laughs> give that man a trophy put a big old dick on it I think there's a reason we didn't see it is all I'm saying because <laughs> you can't handle it you and I yeah. can't handle that it would, thing it would break the collective psyche of the United States it Everyone was like the fucking in the theaters. It was like the if you know you know guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID man. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god! I, when I was at that music festival a couple weeks back, someone had that guy on a flag. <laughs> <laughs> that was like how their group would like reunite in the crowd. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to back to X. Um, X gonna give it to you. <laughs> So Jackson goes down. Uh, we also find out that Jackson is a former Marine. He was in Vietnam. And uh, we also find out that Howard was, he served in World War One and World War Two. This motherfucker cannot die. Man too angry to die. Was um, very shocked at the fact that he was not racist towards the black man. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a big twist, and maybe that's why the other guy wasn't fucking. So where he was going to be like, oh, black guy fucking white girls on my property, blah, blah, blah. I'll kill all of you. Yeah, like following the plot of the farmer's daughter, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Race didn't really play a role in this movie at all, though. No, they, they pretty much got along pretty well. Until <laughs> <laughs> it goes down. Yeah, I mean, Kid Cudi's a bad motherfucker in this movie. Like... They do everything. Couldn't, couldn't take down a hundred-year-old man. But. Yeah. Well. Well. To be fair, it's okay. So we'll, we'll get there. Um, basically, he goes down and he says, "I'll help. You know, I'll help you find her. We'll go check next to the lake." Um, and Howard, you know, is like, "Oh, well, what if she falls and breaks her hip?" Blah blah blah. So, <laughs> so uh, at this point, Kid Cudi's character finds the submerged VW Bug in the pond. Um, and then he sees the light is like right near the water. This whole time I was thinking like, holy shit, this gator's about to get him. Yeah. Um, which great, 
great setting to you know kind of be a red herring for what actually happens um so he gets like deep in there finds the flashlight and then at that point howard fucking wastes him shoots him right in the chest with his big ass shotgun which i was bummed that he died because i would have liked to have seen him alive longer um but everything really starts to accelerate here in this third act he could have came back been like blocked half of that with my dick <laughs> Kevlar cock ricocheted. <laughs> that is one thing about old people being your antagonists is all the kills have to be real quick because if there's any kind of struggle, they've lost. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. So Pearl, meanwhile, after uh, after Jackson Hole gets killed, Pearl enters the guest house, and we get. Probably the most disturbing part of the movie. When you guys want to take this <laughs> yeah. away, I'd prefer not to have to recap this because <laughs> it haunts my fucking nightmares. I got it. So mm. earlier we skipped over it. The old lady crawled into bed. Or is that where we're at? She crawls yeah, into bed yeah. with bloody, the main bloody hands. character. She has bloody hands from cutting the dude's head off. And she just like rubs up on our lead character with no eyebrows. <laughs> And it wakes her up, and she screams like, what the fuck? <laughs> she opens her eyes, and they, she, they cut to the old lady's face. And it was like waking up next to a mummified body. She's just like, <laughs> like her fucking teeth are showing and shit. <laughs> so, kind of tangentially funny story so i had some friends in town this weekend <laughs> where's this going <laughs> and one of my one of my best friends that i grew up with uh we made a long-standing deal when we were in like middle school <laughs> that anytime we like would crash anytime he'd crash at my house he could sleep in the bed and everybody else would have to sleep on the floor around my in my room <laughs> Bring a um, gilf back to your house? But, no. <laughs> but uh, my terms of the deal were anytime we played Super Smash Brothers, he would have to throw the game and let me win because he was like the best out of all of our friends. <laughs> so definitely a fair, fair exchange. Now, you know, that was well over probably 15 years ago, roughly, um, that we made this deal. And it's still in effect. And I had a bunch of people staying in my house. So he was crashing in my bed. And in the middle of the night, we, like, I had rolled over, and he was facing towards me, and we both just kind of, like, woke up randomly, and we scared the shit out of each other. Both of us, like, literally <laughs> screamed. It was so scary. And we were, like, talking about it the next day, and we were just laughing our asses off. He's like, I was legitimately startled. And I, was like, I wasn't picturing that story going in the direction of, and then there were two dudes in the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Homoerotic. I just jokes. didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I just thought it was funny because I have. Ju I was just in a situation where I woke up and someone I was not expecting was in my bed, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so yeah, that's a terrifying experience. Did you have his bloody handprints all over your body? <laughs> no, he washed his hands first. Did Britney Snow run in and rescue you? <laughs> Boys, if Britney Snow ran in and rescued me, I would not be I would not be here with you this evening. I'd be following her around the country like a puppy dog. <laughs> and the deal would not be honored. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, so Pearl is laying in bed with Maxine and she's rubbing all on her. She wants her to feel special. Yeah, feel special. Look <laughs> um, at me like they do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maxine. <laughs> 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 
So Maxine, obviously horrified, screams, gets up and runs out. <laughs> Brittany Snow's character wakes up to see what the commotion's about. And as she like comes in the hallway, this old woman just kind of like ambles past her terrifyingly. Butt-ass naked, of course. So at this point, they start to realize that everyone is fucking missing out of the house except for those two. Um, and Maxine runs... Or excuse me, Maxine's freaking out washing the blood off of her. Um, and then Bobby Lynn follows Pearl outside. Meanwhile, Lorraine back at the house gets a hatchet and she breaks through the one of the panels on the basement door. And she's if she had broken through the other side, she would have been f- free or shot in the face immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are the other <laughs> Um, but she breaks, breaks through a panel and she sticks her arm through and we get this gnarly ass hammer hit on her hand where he breaks her fingers. I don't know how they did that. That looked real. Like that was like one shot and he hitting her in the hands and her fucking like bones poking out and shit. Oof. Yeah. It was gnarly. That was, she handled that pretty well. She took it as champ. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that looked like it hurt like a motherfucker. She gets the shit kicked out of her in every single thing I've seen her in so far. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she got her leg broken and screaming and got stabbed a bunch of times. <laughs> um, so she's still stuck in the basement. And then we get jump back to the lake where Brittany Snow's character, Bobby Lynn, is trying to help Pearl. And Pearl gets a little <laughs> feisty with her. And Bobby Lynn's like, well, why don't you fuck yourself? Like... <laughs> She, she tells her she's a bitch, and then Pearl angrily calls her a whore, and then throws her into the lake. Slaps her in the face. Yeah, slaps her in the fa- face, and then shoves her into the lake, and a fucking gator, finally we get the gator involved, it, gr- it chomps on Britney Snow's head and death rolls her, which was fucking brutal. Crawl vibes. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she just goes, Bitch. <laughs> Brittany Snow should have fucking arm dragged that old broad into the fucking lake with her. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I was like, it's oh like, my god! Like, how are you getting dunked on by a fucking geriatric senior citizen? <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's what happens. The gator has finally been played. The gator card it does not come back again, unfortunately. <laughs> like my grandma couldn't open a pickle jar. She's, she's not gonna fucking. <laughs> Toss a 30-year-old chick into a lake. <laughs> These are some hearty farm-bred old people. That's true. She's a, she's a farm lady. <laughs> and she was a ballet dancer before that. They're strong as fuck. She's like that lady from the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The, the, the main sheriff character? lady. <laughs> the oh, sheriff oh, lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gets chainsaw yeeted and stays alive. <laughs> um... So yeah, Brittany Snow is out of play. She gets death rolled. Head gets chomped. At this point, uh, Maxine sees Pearl and Howard go back to the guest house. Um, and she hides under the bed. And then oh, we I'll get... Take it from, I'll take it from here. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to cue up some music. Painfully long <laughs> scene. Painfully. Yeah. What was the old man's name? Howard? Howard. Despite Howard's chronic heart condition, Pearl finally talks him into getting busy. 
and we get the most erotic scene <laughs> in the movie <laughs> as they lazily undress each other and Howard lays Pearl down on the guest bed and thrusts away with poor Maxine underneath the bed. Oh. <laughs> Bro, this scene. Like, when I was in the theater watching this, there are literally people just straight up laughing. Miles, didn't you say there was like 15-year-olds in your view? Yeah, a bunch of teenagers came in, and the one dude was really tall, and he kept just, like, standing up for no reason. So this is one of the moments where he felt like there was just us in the theater. It was, like, ten kids and then me, and they just filled up a whole row, and they were, like, standing up talking to each other and shit. But then when this happened, everyone jumped up and was like, ah! It was a whole (laughs) event. (laughs) Yeah, so we get a painfully long sex scene between them. Um, And... Maxine fucking army crawls out of there. The image of that old ass thrusting away (laughs) will haunt my fucking nightmares for years. Yeah, like the angle too. It's like you see like his like tiny tufts of hair on the back of his head. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a like an above the room view, kind of like in Hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) So you see it all. Same angle as the alligator shot, but we seem to like this one a lot less. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I thought the camera work in this movie was awesome overall. It's just, I thought it was very well done. Even like the scene where she goes down into the basement, uh, Lorraine, that is like, I thought that was really well shot. They get down and dirty and uh, Maxine runs back to the house, the main house. Um, And on the way, she sees RJ's corpse. She goes to the van. She sees that there is a knife in in the tire. Um, The keys are also missing. So she grabs the pistol out of the glove box, which earlier in the film, Wayne had mentioned that uh, because when Howard had the shotgun aimed at him at the very beginning, um, he said it wasn't loaded. And Wayne's like, yeah, I do the same thing with my pistol. It's not. And he mentions that it's not loaded. Um so good good little easter egg there because that comes into play later on in the film um so maxine enters the the farmhouse and frees lorraine and she angrily blames maxine for what's happened hashtag slut shaming yeah she's like y'all made me a porn star now i've i've been brutally beaten with a hammer and and my boyfriend's missing <laughs> it's like oh sweetie he's not missing he's dead as fuck <laughs> So she freaks out and runs out the door and is immediately shot in the face with a shotgun. Yeah, she gets straight straight up schwacked. Like, she's sprinting and then flies. Like, the shotgun buckshot, like, takes her off the fucking ground. It's crazy. They drag her back crazy. into the house. Yep. Now, imagine this, all right? Old man. What's his name? Howard. Howard, Howard, ha- Howard has a heart condition, right? He just fucked for the first time in decades, probably. Even to where, even before he took his pants off, he said, "What if my heart can't handle this?" So he fucked, got dressed, walked back up to the house, shot a young girl in the face with a shotgun. Which a, that's got to get your heart rate up, just killing someone. And b, the force of firing a shotgun at his age would rattle his body quite a bit. He's completely fine. But but they bring this, and then he drags her dead body into the house, which is physically exerting, and he's fine. 
but then her dead body like makes a quick gurgle and he has a fucking heart attack and dies <laughs> yeah pretty intense though like they show her shotgun to face and it just goes and he's like <laughs> like collapses to the ground and the wife goes Help me, can't you see he's having a heart attack? He just murdered six of her fucking friends. (laughs) And fucked in front of her after molesting her in her sleep. And this old lady's like, help me. This is a big deal. Where's your compassion? Yep. She's like, fuck your compassion. I got a revolver and a bag of blow here. We're doing this. (laughs) And uh, Maxine pulls the trigger. Only to find that that pistol that she got is unloaded. And at this point, Pearl goes into fight or flight and goes for the shotgun. Grabs it. <laughs> Best scene in the movie. Shoots at Maxine. Maxine manages to like hit the deck and get out of the way. She neos that shit. And the fucking force <laughs> of the shotgun blast launches her out of the front door of the house, through the screen door, off the porch, onto the ground, and breaks her hip. It was like she fired a fucking cannon. Yeah, dude, it's like an elephant <laughs> rifle, man. It, it bounced her off the door frame, through the door, and down the walkway. It's like, yeah. no. <laughs> like, it would not. It would put you on your ass, but not like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like she was thrown by the fucking juggernaut. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> and then she's going, my hip, my hip's broken. Like we needed that to be foreshadowed. Like a 90-year-old woman <laughs> might easily break her hip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as she lays there on the ground, she's begging Maxine for help. Uh, Maxine's like, absolutely not. And <laughs> Pearl begins an angry tirade. As Maxine backs the truck over her head and crushes Pearl's head, which was super brutal. And then does a bump of coke off the dashboard. (laughs) Yep. Um, And says, like, I'm a fucking superstar or something. (laughs) She got that X factor. The twist twist happens. The twist is that she is the daughter of the crazy guy that's like, I hate whores on oh, the yeah, TV. Yes, yeah. yes, the guy on the TV is like, my own daughter. She ran off and became a fucking dirty skank. And he holds up the picture <laughs> of Maxine. Yep. And then X just blasts onto the screen, like a red background with X, like a very uh, grindhouse And I loved it. It was great. Yep, and that's the movie. Yep, and then the, the police, it kind of... Re- comes full circle jumps back to you know chronologically present time in that universe and Uh, they're like (laughs) i love the sheriff's response what do you think's on here sheriff hell fuck (laughs) 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 yeah so i mean i thought this movie was fan fucking tastic i loved a24 is on a freaking tear right now with good horror just keep putting out yeah. bangers. Yeah, it was great. It was great shit. I'm gonna call it right now. How many, <laughs> how many gilfs out of five are we giving this? <laughs> well, we got some good options. We got gilfs. We got anaconda dicks, and we got Britney Snows. And I'm mm. leaning towards Britney Snows. It is. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> it. I'll give it five Britney Snows. I fucking loved it. I thought this was great. 
Christopher? Um, I think I would give it probably... Harness the power of Kakoa Shaw. Uh, I kind of am leaning five, but maybe 4.5 just because like the kills all happen in the third act and it is pretty quick, most of them. But damn, there were some good ones, and like I did really, really like the the film, like the theme of the movie about like, you know, longing over the past, loss of youth, that kind of stuff. I, uh, I I've, I'm feeling the power of Kakoa Shaw on this one. My only complaint about it is that like the predictable, like as soon as the old people started getting horny, and it was like, oh, and the the old people are the bad guys. It was pretty predictable that they were going to be the bad guys, and their motivation was that they were horny. But, like, overall, I don't have any other complaints about this movie, especially not the boob report. So, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going Kakoa Shaw, five out of five Britney Snows. I did really, I really expected some sort of ritual or something, because, like, when the old lady saw the main girl fucking through the window it kept going like back and forth back and forth back and forth like she was like entering her consciousness or something like i was waiting for there to be some sort of body swap scenario going on yeah i i mean honestly i can't even fault this movie for because like you know was old people as the as the villain but like like you said in the beginning, Josh, if it was like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or a Friday the 13th style, just brutal killer, like unstoppable force, this would have been like exactly what I fucking wanted from a horror movie. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll bump it to five. I thought it was definitely, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I would highly recommend anybody seeing it. So we can we can give this one the Kakao Shaw seal of approval. Kakao! <laughs> Kakoa Shaw isn't even a bird. Why do we do this? Because he, he he's a national treasure. So he's, <laughs> he's the American Eagle. <laughs> Audience, if you don't know, Kakoa Shaw is uh, one of the characters of Malignant, and uh, he's such a crazy character that we've decided if every if a movie is a perfect movie and it gets a five out of five, it's the Kakoa Shaw seal of approval. He's the patron saint of this podcast. <laughs> we love his chiseled features <laughs> and he's a he's a he's a god among men even though he can't <laughs> he's got words same than a stormtrooper <laughs> and he gets his ass kicked pretty easily <laughs> thanks with his dick but we want to see a sequel where he's a vampire hunter <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we got a kakoa shaw seal of approval on that one oh yeah X is going to give it to you. Go out and watch it. Okay, they better call the sequel that. It better be like a 90s, 20 years later. <laughs> TMX is the main uh, soundtrack. <laughs> X going to give it to you. So, so get this, guys. Apparently, there is a prequel film that they're going to be releasing. It was <laughs> shot back-to-back in secret with the first film. Mia, oh, Goth, Mia Goth will reprise her role as a younger-aged Pearl. And there was actually a sneak peek shown in a post credit scene, which I did not catch this. No, um, I didn't stay for a post credit scene. Yeah, I, I didn't think there was going to be a post credit scene for this <laughs> yeah. fucking movie. Everyone died. Yeah, everybody was dead except for one person. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we going to see? Or do more coke? <laughs> but... Um, I Go ahead, sorry. I, I'm stoked. Like, I, I think this could be really good, especially like... Uh, you know, s- somewhat of a similar premise, but 
like obviously the killer will be much more mobile because they won't be geriatric and they're going to survive. Yeah. So I'm interested. Very interested. I'm just pissed off that Marvel is making everybody sit through credits now. Like I could be out there pissing, but instead I'm sitting here waiting (laughs) for something that may or may not be here. If it's not a Marvel movie. (laughs) At least with the Marvel ones, you get the mid-credits, which is pretty quick, and then you know you got a good 12 minutes till the last credit scene so you can go pee. Hmm. But, like, no one's going to stay for this one. Like, we aren't expecting Iron Man to show up. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You're not expecting it with a horror movie. And usually when there is one, it's something lame, like... In Halloween 2018, like you could still hear Michael breathing as when the credits were ending. I'm like, it's not even a scene; that's just a noise. Like, why would I sit through the theater to see this? It's like I can just look that up on YouTube and just play it on my drive home. <laughs> Michael Myers breathing, like the, like the end of Llamageddon when they eat llama eggs. No, not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all. <laughs> I thought the most disturbing thing we were going to talk about today was the old people fucking, but here we are. (laughs) How dare you? Back to Lamagun. (laughs) Well, uh, as we're all experiencing right now, life is tough, so why not get... Oh!